Tonight, as we approach the Christmas season 2019, wow, we are very close because I can tell because you have a shirt that says OMG Santa and I don't know what else it says. I know him. Oh, yes. And who is that Will Ferrell character there? Is that from Elf? Yeah. Yeah, so now that's how that's why I knew we were close to Christmas <laughs> because look at what you're wearing. Yeah. So welcome to Go Yard, the life coaching and counseling show that deals with all kinds of fun, interesting things. Fun is not really the word, is yeah, it? Yeah, I was about to say we fun. We have fun we do. doing the show, but these topics are rather <laughs> Intense, generally speaking. Can be very serious. Can be very serious. And I'm Mama Mac, and you're who, who, who? I'm Dr. Angel. Oh, that's who you are. PhD, licensed mental health counselor. And that's Tommy in there, uh, engineering, and he is very, very sweet. We love Tommy. Um, I was out of town last week, and I missed doing the show, and uh, so we did a rerun, but... Uh, good one that we did was developing peace. We don't do reruns hardly ever, so it's good to be able to uh, pull some of those from our from our stockpile. Where is our stockpile? Do you want to talk oh, about it? Our stockpile is on our website. It is goyard2014.org. Org. Yeah, and there you'll find all of our shows, five years plus, um, t- titled, and you can go back and. Find that show that meets the need of where you are right now and get some great tools. And most of them are series. Yes. How did that happen? Well, because when we take a topic, (laughs) we don't just brush the surface of it. We dig on down and get to those roots and really examine the topic. Yeah, and we welcome uh, people to call in on the show, and you can do that by calling 727-441-3000. Tommy will answer the phone and patch you in, 727-441-3000. So we're talking about uh, this time of year, and as we go into the new year very soon, in a couple weeks, um, I think a lot of people go through some difficult days during this time do they not oh absolutely i mean this time of year just amplifies the amount of stress we have because okay you know not only do we have everyday life and work and now we have to throw in extra events extra parties extra shopping spending more money than we normally would spend in a month like it just kind of strains our time our finances our energy, like this time of year, really puts a strain on us. And we've talked in past years, as we get cro- close to the holidays, about those holiday parties, uh, Christmas parties, New Year's parties, whatever they might be. And sometimes with people that maybe we don't see all year, but we feel obligated to go see at this season can be kind of difficult for a lot of people. Sure, because, you know, there can be um, unresolved conflict with family members and, you know, just all kinds of dynamics happening. Sure. A lot of people, yeah, would rather just stay home in their pajamas. Yes, they would. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> But a lot of times we do have to fulfill those obligations, and we do that. Um, and, and, and then there's usually a lot of good times. I mean, we can't minimize the good times because this is a time to see family and friends. And Sure. And, you know, and even for those people who are, like, really looking forward and really enjoy the events, it's still very stressful and strainful. Yeah. I just had a great few days in Indiana with nine of my 13 grandkids. And I tell you, for several days, uh, it was wild, Tommy. I mean, I've got nine grandsons and four little granddaughters, and it was so much fun, but so, like, high energy, you know, go here, go there, do this, do that. And at, a lot of people have that kind of exhaustion at this time of year, don't yes. you think? Because there are things you want to do, and I wanted to spend all the time with all of them and my kids and and just friends and family and um 
my dear Aunt Betty, who's turning 98 in January. And, and so I got to do a lot. I was on the go a lot. But at this time of year, I'll just use me as an example, it can get exhausting. Oh, yes, because, you know, you're right. We're trying to fit it all in. Yeah. We really are. And so we're just go, go, go constantly at this point. Yeah, I rented a car right at the airport, and I took it back the day I left it. A total bad old snowstorm that was Mm -hmm. terrible and people sliding off the road. And it reminded me why I don't live in Indiana anymore, why they do, but I don't. I was just going to ask you that. (laughs) Yes, that is what happened. And I was like, whoa, it took me double, more than double the time to get to the airport that it should have. But so, you know, we have those times where we are out of town, we're doing things. And so we're going to talk this week and next week about a topic called emotional exhaustion. And uh, what does it mean to be exhausted? I mean, I, I hear people use that term all the time, and I wonder, are you just tired or what do you mean? Are you exhausted? What's the difference? Well, exhaustion is just where you are really, ha- there's no energy left. There's like nothing left. You just feel like you have nothing else to give. And when we're talking about emotional exhaustion, that's a state of emotional, just complete wearing you out, that draining that happens. Um, And that happens when we have so much stress and accumulation of stress, personal or work or a combination of it, and that our emotions are just drained. Right. So it's different than just physical exhaustion. We're talking in this series tonight and next week, emotional exhaustion and what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is why are we drawing a line there between physical and emotional? Well, you know, physical exhaustion is, you know, we've overworked, we get a couple good nights of rest, and our body's ready to go. Emotional exhaustion is something that kind of builds up before we really realize we're in that state. Yeah. Um, and then it can overtake, it overt- can overtake our physical, t- you know, what we have going on, our emotions. Sure. Um, just our energy and our outlook, like it can intrude into so much of who we are and really... I'm going to propose to you that possibly one of the reasons a lot of people feel emotionally exhausted, those both begin with E, mm-hmm. is the word expectations. Oh, I, I would agree. Do you want to amplify on that? Sure. You know, and a lot of people put expectations on themselves. Sure. Or they feel expectations from others. Right. And they can get themselves very emotionally because they're trying to be everything to everyone. Right. And, and they don't want to disappoint people or especially family members they care about. Right. Sure. And so instead of, you know, taking some breaks and, you know, doing some things to kind of help prevent that, they just keep going until there's nothing left. And our culture really, uh, especially if you're in a work environment where you have holiday parties, where you have uh expected events that you have to be at perhaps you don't even know most of the people that you are sitting there having an event with whatever it might be a party whatever uh, it can be we can, people can feel like they're trapped into doing things they don't really want to do at this time of year don't you think absolutely and when you are experiencing those feelings of being stuck or being yeah. trapped you are kind of in that great formula for emotional exhaustion i was just so glad monday that i was not actually stuck Yes. In the uh, uh, all the cars that were off the road and in the snow and in the ice and but but that's kind of a metaphor for what happens because we are on a normal path we think this is going to certain things are going to happen this way and I think emotional exhaustion is compounded by the times of those things that happen that we're not we didn't see coming right exactly I mean I didn't have to deal with snow the whole weekend until I'm ready to go to the airport and drive all that right so these things happen right they do and you. Right. And when you you feel stuck when you're going to a family member maybe that you don't feel welcome at or there's some unspoken conflict happening and those feelings can just drain on our emotions. Okay, so that's why we're doing the show, dear ones. And we want to talk about some of those triggers that that cause us to become emotionally exhausted. And and by the way, let me ask you this before we talk about the triggers. How do you know if you're emotionally exhausted? Oh, well, we, we are going to go right through the symptoms. Oh, That's part of this. Ah, oh, yeah. And it's quite a long you've list. Got, you've got a list of symptoms. All right. Oh, well, yes. we can't wait to hear them. Do you want to do those first? We can do the symptoms Yeah, first. I'd like to hear the symptoms because okay. I want to know if I have emotional exhaustion. Okay. Or maybe I'm just fine. Maybe, maybe I'm just tired. 
Maybe you're just tired. Yeah. So, first of all, emotional... Having to deal with you makes me tired, but so that may be what it is, but... Might be. It could be. Go ahead. Yes, I'm quite difficult. You are. Um, emotional exhaustion <laughs> can sneak up on us, and um, we don't usually recognize it until we're, like, in the thick of it. Okay. So, that's one of the things. So, until our symptoms start becoming more severe, that's when we're like, oh, my gosh, something else is going on here. Okay. Um, so, lack of motivation, that's one of the symptoms. When oh, we okay. lose that motivation motivation to do the things that a we once loved doing or we do enjoy doing like you know maybe you're the person that really enjoys well we'll keep it to the holidays but this can happen any time of year like you're the one who likes to make the christmas cookies or make you know do these things and then you just don't you find yourself not wanting to do it all of a sudden i didn't want to do it the other night at my son's house and his wife but i mean i enjoyed the process i didn't want to like let me let me make them i didn't want to do that i've done that for years right but i did enjoy the fun that resulted from it and the icing that flew around the room etc oh my goodness Sounds you know, like you know a what wild I'm, party you, well you know what i mean I know you what know you mean. It, it, it's like oh let's do this to santa you know crazy absolutely stuff. right it, that was fun but but i mean you know, had I not been in that situation, I would not be been making Christmas cookies at home for me alone. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, but when we're in the situations where we feel like we need to participate. Right. That didn't exhaust me. That was fun. That was great. Well, that is fun. And that is great because it's making that memory with your yeah. family. And it's yeah. not really about what you're doing. It's that we're doing it together. And when we are, like, losing that motivation to do those things yes. that were important yes. to us. Right, right. You know, and that's the key. They're the things that we want to do when we feel like, oh, do I really have, you know, I don't feel like doing this this year. You know, there. Are, I mean, I've had many patients this year. I don't even feel like putting up a Christmas tree. I'm just, I'm not there. I'm, I can't do it this year. And these are people who are very creative and love and enjoy, you know, making their house sparkle. And so that would be a tip off. That would be That'd a be symptom. A hey, yes. you don't feel like participating in the season. Right. What else is going on mm-hmm. in you? Right. Exactly. So when you start 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 losing your motivation for okay. the things that you want to do or you right. enjoy doing, that's a huge tip off right okay. there. Uh, trouble sleeping, and that can be falling asleep, staying asleep. Right. Yeah. Because when we start getting emotionally exhausted, our brain starts going into trying to fix it. Isn't that a clue that Mm -hmm. that's what's going on? If your mind is just going, 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 and you're not able to get to sleep, or you wake up and you got 19 things on your list that you got to do, and you think, I might as well get up. It's three o'clock in the morning, but I might as well get up. I got so much to do, right? Mm -hmm. That would seem to me a tip off that you got some emotional exhaustion going on. It is a tip off that you do. And you're right. And our brain wants us to get back to not feeling so overwhelmed. So it's working through the night to try and figure out how to solve (laughs) all these issues that are going on on or whatever's you know the stress is coming in sure so, sure therefore you do not sleep which then leaves you with a lack of energy and it oh becomes yeah that perpetual cycle um irritability or mood changes like this oh. is a big tip off so when you normally have a pleasant demeanor and all of a sudden you start snapping at people uh-huh. or getting short that is a symptom that you a may symptom. have emotional exhaustion yes you go i mean if you're irritable and you're not normally irritable if you're normally irritable it's just okay that's what people expect from you but exactly <laughs> i'm just being silly but seriously irritability and people snapping at you and that kind of mm-hmm. thing you know there's something else going on right because we seem to lose our patience when we start getting emotional because you know when we're pouring out emotions and remember our emotions go into our relationships our friendships our family and so when we are exhausted emotionally we don't have a lot to give so we want people to get to the point we don't want to hear really what's going on we don't want to hear anybody else's problems Uh oh so we don't want to have any drama going on exactly we're just done so you know you you come home and then the kids are you know having their spat or whatever you just have nothing for that moment you just it feels very overwhelming and don't you think i mean that's it's it's emotional exhaustion yes but i think it's also a lot of times physical exhaustion at this time of year because too much to do not enough time to get it all done and so you're losing some of the joy of it sure and the difference with the the physical exhaustion is a few good nights rest and usually recover. Oh, okay. With right. emotional exhaustion, it just keeps going until you start resolving what's causing all that. So you're that. not necessarily going to have a few good nights rest. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, 
you know, fatigue, well, there you go. The fatigue and lack of energy comes in with emotional exhaustion as well. You're yeah. tired. Yeah. And you have a real lack of energy. Um, that's where you start seeing people downing a lot more coffee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Eating and, a lot more sugar. Oh, yes. The Red Bull going around. Yeah, I've had several uh, patients showing up with their Red Bulls this week. So, two of them. I had one show up with two of them for one session. I'm like, wow, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of a tip-off to you, doctor. It is. Um, okay. Feelings of uh, hopelessness. Right. You know, when you get emotionally exhausted, you just start feeling like nothing's going to work out. Nothing's right. going to go right. Nothing's going to make this end. Like, you just start not seeing that light at the end of your tunnel. Your tunnel just looks long and dark. Hopelessness. At a season when we should have more hope. Exactly. We should have more excitement for life. Um, is that customary in a lot of people? Is that a common problem? Hopelessness? Oh, I see a lot of hopelessness in people with emotional exhaustion. Does it have anything to do with lack of funds at this time of year, perhaps? It can. When people want to buy things or whatever and they can't. Is it, that, is that sure, possibly? That could be a contributing factor to it. Um, the thing with the emotional exhaustion, it's not usually just one contributing factor. And we'll, okay. when we get into that, we'll see it's usually a combination of stuff. So as we are so emotionally overwhelmed and we have, you know, a lack of energy and we can't see that there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel, it, it gets overwhelming and we can get really overwhelmed. Um, we start getting absent minded. We start mm. forgetting where we put just where are my glasses? Where are my keys? Where's my cell phone? Like, you forget to do things that you normally remember to do that really? you do in a routine, yeah. like feed the dog or, right. you know, pick up your prescription. Like, you start getting absent-minded, right. which is frustrating. So you're saying that has a lot to do with this emotional exhaustion yes. because you don't remember the routine things you need to do. Exactly. Hmm. And you forget just normal, ordinary things. Right. And then that's frustrating because you have to backtrack or take more time and take more energy right. to figure out what went wrong. And so, yes, we start getting absent-minded. Um, that's when usually I get people coming to me and they're like, oh, I think I have dementia. And I'm like, yeah, no, you have. <laughs> Let's go back. Right. You know, but they it, it is a frustrating thing. And that can happen in spilling over into their work. They forget to do a report or they forget a meeting or conference call so let's look at the bigger picture it doesn't really necessarily this topic have to do with holidays necessarily mm -hmm. at all this is a topic that can apply year round correct absolutely and you can be so overwhelmed with relationships or lack of or money or serious issues there or job changes or whatever the case may be that you you exhibit some of these uh symptoms right exactly you know and this time of year i think i see a higher vulnerability to this because there's just so much going on but this can happen anytime, anytime. so there's christmas parties there's all kinds of things. right this time of year there's just so many extra pressures that it's yeah i see more people walking in this but there are people who walk in this all the time and then it spills over into like the tension headaches uh it spills over into like having the gastrointestinal issues or not being able to eat or overeating because we're just emotionally exhausted. So if you're an emotional eater, you'll start eating more. And if you're not, you might go a couple days without eating and not even realize you're doing it. Wow. So really, you're not quite yourself when you're emotionally exhausted, you correct? You are not yourself at all. And, and you're, you're basically tired of feeling things? Is that it? Yeah, you get, you know, apathy. Apathy. Yes. Ex explain apathy for listeners who may not know what those are. Well, apathy, that is. It, apathy is just kind of a lack of emotions. It's where you just don't have a feeling about anything. It's just kind of like you're numb. Okay. You just feel numb. And that can result from just too much going on in your life. Is that what you're saying? Yes, it can. And for the person out there who's saying, okay, I get the problem, but I don't know how to cut down my responsibilities or my family needs me to do this or this or this. And I know we're going to talk about that shortly. But for those out there that are saying, yep, that's me. You just talked about me. Now, what are you going to do to help me? Right? 
Right. Well, we have some tools that we're going to do to help you, but there are even more symptoms. Oh, well, we got to get more symptoms. Okay. There are not enough symptoms. We haven't had all the time yet to get through all the symptoms. All right. Uh, one of them is probably being very nervous yep, at times. Anxiety very and Anxiety, right? Yes. Uh, because I see that in people that I interact with and in just that, that tension of, oh, I got to get this or I haven't done that or I, I don't have the money to buy that or I, I yeah. I got to go there and I don't want to go there. And yeah. Oh, yes. And especially when you add the holiday stuff and that anxiety can definitely start twirling around. Um, And then we can struggle with just that difficulty to focus, to concentrate. Yeah. And then it spills over into some of our more cognitive functions like um, planning and organizing. We kind of lose that ability when we get emotionally exhausted. So then that hurts us from problem solving. We have a hard time planning. Yes, we do. Hmm. We have a hard time prioritizing, planning, coordinating, because those are higher order brain functions. And when you're emotionally exhausted, that higher order part of our brain starts slowing way down. Okay. And why would your brain slow down like that? Because it's working in stress brain. And stress brain is about trying to give you more energy to get through, but it's not giving you that quality of energy to like do the higher order thinking, like dealing with your emotions. That's a higher order thinking, controlling your emotions, which is okay. why we're more irritable because we're more ah, in that reactive. There you go. I'm getting it. Okay. Are you getting it? Yeah, Is I'm it getting making it sense? Now. So, so that makes sense. So then you can be more irritable because you're not really have the time or you just don't have the... Uh, the self-control at so that yeah, point. You to, know, so that anger will start spiking. Like all of a sudden you'll get these wild anger outbursts from people that make no sense. And you're just like... What just happened? Yeah. Hmm. That's all part of emotional exhaustion. And we're going to talk more about that right after this break. Don't go anywhere. We're glad you're joining us tonight on Go Yard. And don't forget to check out the podcast here at TantalkNetwork.com. Podcast Go Yard. A lot of our shows right there. A merry little Christmas. Let your heart be. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the youth. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Tampa Bay's Tan Talk. Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tantalk Radio Network. We all will be together If the fates allow Rendition, Lauren Daigle. Lauren Daigle. Yes, excellent. Very good, wasn't that? That was beautiful. And you know, listeners, have a Merry Christmas. That's our desire for all of you out there. There are so many of you that listen faithfully or tune in once in a while. We always appreciate hearing from you all, and uh, that is our our wish for them, right? Absolutely. Uh, Must be, since you're wearing a a Santa shirt today. Yeah, I'm wearing a Santa shirt. Yeah. I know. I never wear T-shirts, so it's a very rare occasion. It is rare occasion, yes. So, uh, but we do wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Even 
And, and maybe perhaps this show tonight will help people put their lives in proper perspective. And you know, and that's always the goal. Yeah. You know, this time of year can be so precious. Like, right. Because this is a time of year that we'll, we'll take that extra time to do things with our kids or with right. our family we wouldn't normally do. And when our kids are grown, like, those are the things that they hang on to and remember. They do. And I think that's why Christmas can be so special for so many people, because those were the good times when they enjoy doing those special events with their families. Mm. My daughter-in-law, the one in Indiana, uh, well, Candy, too, but she's getting ready to have another baby, so, and her little guy is too little. But um, in Indiana, the kids are a little older, and so they do have all these family traditions that they do, and you've always done that with your three boys. Mm-hmm. And memories is what you're making, and I don't you think that might be a good way to deal with the stress, although, although some people say, well, it's more stressful to have to go bake cookies, but... Well, and here's the thing. It's keeping things simple. Okay. You know, if it's doing what, if you're good at baking and you like baking, then baking cookies would, wouldn't be as stressful. If you're not a baker, that, that can be a really stressful thing to do. But there's so many things you can do. You know, popping in a nice little Christmas show and sitting down and just watching it, maybe mm-hmm. eating a special dessert that you picked up at the grocery store. Sure. Or um, going and walking through, like, lights at city parks i know around here we have a lot of parks yeah. that have decorated and you can right. just stroll through the lights and they're free it's like yeah just, you know something grab, fun to bring do. a cup of hot cocoa and just kind of right. go with your family or drive and see lights or you know it doesn't what is it about lights i mean i we're off on a little tangent we but are. we're really not because these are therapeutic things you mm-hmm. can do they are. And, and, and re- it's relaxing to take a drive through neighborhoods and see lights, isn't it? It really is. There's something magical, I think, when we see the house decorated. I think so, decorated. too. I, yeah. love, I love looking at lights. And it's always a tradition. We've always strolled through the lights at a few of the parks around. And right. no matter, you know, my kids are becoming adults and they're still calling, all right, Mom, which night are we going through the lights at, you know, yeah. this place or that place? And so. So that's a memory you've made. And that is a good antidote to this emotional exhaustion we're talking about it truly is you know and it's you know it's kind of about setting yourself free a little bit you don't have to be everything to everyone right and you don't have to sit and like make this huge big homemade dinner that's going to take you days and days you don't do that to yourself go if you can't do it you can't do to it a half order pickup you know yeah. there's so many places that'll make pre-made dinners sure. are not yeah. really that expensive right when you know you look at it, and it saves you a lot of time, and that's still good food. Yeah. Okay, it may not be your special grandma's recipe or your auntie's, you know, whatever, but at the end of the day, it's about the time it's you're It's the with. quality time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What you do with your time. Um, and your son, Anthony, makes the best chocolate fudge. <laughs> yes, he does. But that was a tradition that I passed on to him. And Spencer makes candied pretzels, and I passed that one on to him. <laughs> and, so, and they're all finding their roles now in the Christmas tradition, which right. is really fun to, to watch. So uh, these are good ideas for people who are emotionally exhausted at this time of year. Exactly. because it, Delegate. Uh, yeah, delegation, yeah, right? it's huge. And it's, you know what? When we delegate, it's okay to let people do it the way they do it. Exactly. You know, we don't want to sit and micromanage that because then we're, we're well, robbing from my them. My daughter-in-law was great the other night about getting the cookies out of the oven and then calling everybody, take it from here. And it was, it was a fun project. Yes. And it was silly and goofy, and we won't forget it. No, they are right. great projects. You can even buy those little gingerbread houses that are all kind they of pre-made. They did those, too. They did those, too. Those are so much fun to watch them just have at it with it mm-hmm. and what they make and create. Well, and Elf on the Shelf, we still have that going because we have little guys right now. So, so Elf on the Shelf. And Elf on the Shelf does some very interesting things. Is he naughty? He's naughty and he's creative. Well, there you go. But those are good, fun things that you can do that breaks that tension of, I got to get this done and that done, right? Exactly. You know, and, you know, and I know a lot of people start getting overwhelmed with like the shopping for the gifts or wrapping all the gifts. And, you know, what your family really needs is you. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's, and this, we're sitting in a day and age where most of our kids have more than they even touch and play with, you know, and so, Getting creative with 
you know, getting it done. You know, it doesn't have to be this huge thing. It's it about making those small little moments and those treasure moments. Yeah, and that, that's what makes this season anyway, you know. Um, in uh, Tarpon Springs, not far from here, I've known if you've ever been there on uh, Christmas Eve, there is the walk on the bayou. I have not. Oh my gosh, that's something you guys may want to do sometime. And uh, for people that have passed on, uh, you send in the name of that person and to the county, whatever it is, or the city thing. And um, they they make a, a, a actually a paper bag with sand in the bottom. There's a candle, oh. and that person's name's on it. And it lines the bayou and Tar- Tarpon Springs is beautiful. And our family goes every year. And um, when my we, there's always we have my parents and my brother-in-law who's passed, and a couple of the my nieces they're they're their fathers have passed away so we we always look for them and it's just kind of we enjoy walking that and talking to people and so that's just an example that's here in tarpon springs florida but there's so many things like this so i what i hear you saying and me saying really is (laughs) when you find yourself in this state and we're going to talk more about symptoms because there's some others that i think we need to identify but do something different come out of your box perhaps take a moment Take those moments, and that's that's really a big key to this. And stop making, you know, we put so much pressure on ourselves. We're our own worst enemies, especially this time of year. Right. And for some reason, we want to think that it's got to be perfect and it's got to have fit this certain thing. And, you know, we're, we are who we are. We have right. what we have. And instead of putting on this pressure on us, let's take some off and find – different ways to enjoy the holiday spirit without getting so overwhelmed so fast. Exactly. Go to a movie. Do something. Oh, that is always so much fun. It's fun with the kids and whatever it is, isn't it? It sure is. Um, I want to go back to your symptoms a minute because you've, you've really got some interesting ones. Sense of dread you wrote down. Yes. What does that mean? And why would we have people look and say, hmm, do I have that, a sense of dread? What does that mean? Well, that sense of dread is like, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh my gosh, do I really have to do today? Or I'm not feeling this today. Or you're just dreading whatever Well, that sounds like depression. Well, no, dread and depression aren't always the same okay. thing. It can't, I right. mean, dread is part of depression, but you can have dread and not, not really be, be depressed. Not be depressed, okay. But it's just where you're just feeling kind of forcing. You really do not want to do it, so you're kind of Gotta dragging do it. Gotta along. do it, right. Yes, yeah. and that's definitely one of those signs that you're very emotionally exhausted. Um, and when you struggle to connect with other people. Yeah, would you rather just stay home and just give an excuse, you lie? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I'm sick. Um, yes, that's a common isn't that a common one at yes. this time of year? It really oh, is. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't come. I'm sick. Yes, I know. I used to, when I had worked at the last previous job I did with other people, we used to. I used to sit and listen to them making up their excuses and not have to go to their functions. You know, right. I'm sick or this is happening or, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there was that. tire. Yeah. That they were not wanting to connect. And that makes sense. When you're emotionally exhausted, Connecting takes emotional energy, right? And you just don't have any more to give, right? At that point, so exactly. Um, some of the ones that start really hurting people is when they start losing devotion to like their goals, right? Exactly. Talk about that. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? And so, whatever your goals are, if it's a personal goal, if it's a professional goal, if it's a family goal, you know, you've been working towards it, you know, all of a sudden you kind of. You're not as devoted. You're not doing the things that kind of get you to go. And in fact, you might even start self-sabotaging, mm. you know, like instead of making those phone calls you need to make or doing something you need to do to make that goal happen, you sit and just binge watch, I don't know, YouTube or yeah. Netflix. And or, it's easy to do these days yes. with Netflix and YouTube and whatever that you can you can lose a whole day or two or three or four. Well, you know, people who are emotionally exhausted, they, they do cling that, to don't that. they? Yes, yeah. because it's mindless. Well, and so they live through other people's life that yes. way, right? Instead of going out and creating their own life. Right, because, you know, you're not using your energy mm-hmm. and you're not having to connect with anyone. You sit on the sofa with popcorn in your jammies. Yes, you do. Okay. And so, and that happens. Yeah. So they start losing that devotion to their goals. So well, I'll see people this time of year kind of, making some of those steps backwards. Okay, explain. You know, where they just stop working towards whatever their goals were. We're just, 
they stop in their track or they kind of even move backwards a little right. bit away from their goals. Um, they start feeling like they're ineffective. Mm. When you're emotionally exhausted, you start feeling like everything uh, you do is Yeah, wrong. it's not working. Nothing's yeah. working. I don't know why I can't I do, do this anything job. right. I can't do anything right. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, they're not going to be happy no matter what right. I do. Yeah, so I might as well not try. I just give up, right? Exactly. There's the language. So, but that is emotional exhaustion. It is for exactly sure. emotional exhaustion when you feel like you're not being effective. Um, we talked about, you know, the alienation, the emotional distance, social withdrawal that yeah, happens. Exactly. We have reduced performance or poor performance. So now things that we're doing are that we're not doing them very good. And that can happen at work. I a lot. think that is a real uh, easy thing to see and spot in people when mm-hmm. they have become less effective and they're acting quote unquote depressed. They may not mm-hmm. actually clinically be depressed or right. anything like that, but they just aren't on their game. I guess that's the term I'm trying to look for. Yep, they are not on their game. And you right. start seeing like, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, it's just not the performance isn't what their performance typically would be. Right. So they're just not You know something's wrong. There. Yeah, you know. Right. Something's right. wrong. But you're not sure what it is. You just notice they're not themselves, right? Right. So you'll this see. may be what some of our listeners are feeling right now, that they know that, hey, I know I just got to get through the next couple weeks, right? Yeah, they're just trying to survive it and muddle through. But here's the thing. January comes, and when we have emotional exhaustion, it doesn't just go away because January Oh, it doesn't on January 1st? No. Oh. That's the problem. Oh, okay. I'm just so, being silly, but I know, I know that that's the case. That's the case. I mean, if you're emotionally exhausted, it's going to carry through into the new year. Exactly. You want to to start the new year that way. And then you're starting the new year, like, exhausted with no ability to kind of get yourself out of where you're in. Or you feel like you don't have that ability. And so in one of the big places that emotional exhaustion hits us is our creativity. Oh, yeah, I bet. When we lose our creativity, that's a huge warning sign about being over emotionally exhausted. Like. So we don't want to make the cookies or we don't want Whatever wanna. it is that our creativity is, if it's writing, if it's, you know, decorating, if it's baking, if it's whatever, however outlet, we use our creativity. Mm-hmm. When we can't tap into that, right? we're usually emotionally exhausted. Hmm. Okay. What's another one that you think really, like for our audience, that they can just say, yep, I get that. Is there another one? That- um, when they start having negative feelings. Okay. You know that negative thinking, that negative mindset. Okay. That so negative, they're and they're dwelling on everything's negative. everything's negative. They everything's they only focus on the problem. Oh, it's Christmas! I can't believe it's Christmas again. Right. You know, that oh, kind of I attitude. don't have enough money. We don't. You know, my oh, I don't really want to spend the whole week with my kids. They're going to be off school for two weeks. What am I going to do with them? And <laughs> I hear that from parents all the oh, time. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. You and I both had kids that we they were home for two weeks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Except. When when my kids were home for two weeks, I was so excited to have two weeks yeah. with the kids. With the like, kids, you know, right. so But when you're emotionally exhausted, you're not excited. Right. You're dreading. There goes yeah. back to that dread. We, we uh, call my daughter-in-law Mary the fun junkie. Okay. Because in the summers and in vacations, she's got something planned all the time. New things, exciting things. Let's go here. Let's do that. Because she wants to expose the kids to something different and new mm-hmm. and she enjoys planning that stuff, you know. We call her the fun junkie. Aww. But that, but it's it's a good thing. I mean, the boys are learning a lot from all these experiences. In fact, while I was there, I didn't get to go because I had to go with other family members. But they went ice skating on Saturday afternoon Aww. as a family. Yeah, even took the baby, Aww. and he was in the stroller. He didn't really skate, so <laughs> he's one. So, well, uh, I would have thought he was going to be Olympic bound if he had skates on his feet at yeah, one. Yeah, no, no, he's just doing really good walking. But, um, but, but just seeing them pack up and go do that is an example of the things that the fun junkie plans, and she does not just let that day let them sit all day in their pajamas and and play video games. I mean, they're not allowed to do that. Right, sleep till 2, 3 in the afternoon. No, they can't do any of that. Hmm. And, you know, that's not... And that's great. I am, I'm, I'm thrilled that that's who she is as a mom. Absolutely. You know? You know, because those are creating that, first of all, it's creating a great relationship and bond with the family Mm -hmm. and an experience. They won't forget. No. Absolutely. It's building the trust. It's helping with connection. And Mm -hmm. it's helping to protect against emotional exhaustion. Exactly. You know, so, so you're saying, if I hear you correctly, 
the best way to get over your emotional exhaustion is to go do something. Get off your sofa. Well, you know, it, it is reconnecting in with things that bring you joy. Absolutely. Okay. Getting off, yes. So it's, you know. And so you're not going to get over emotional exhaustion if you just stay in bed for five days. Not at all. Not at all. But physical exhaustion, that might be a different thing. Physic- if you're sick right. or you're physically ill or or in your case, if you're broken, you're a foot. <laughs> Which, by the way, audience, you can't see it, but the foot is broken again and yes. is in a cast. So, uh, yeah. So that's different. You should kind of put it up there in the air sometimes. Yes. Get off of it. it. But let's talk about emotional exhaustion. You're saying just going to bed, just binge watching is not going to get you out of that slump you're in. Not at all. In fact, it will just contribute to it, correct? It will keep you in there much longer. Oh, you're going to say it could. It could. It could. But it could keep you there much longer. Why? Well, because you aren't doing anything to start feeding that emotion. So when we're emotionally exhausted, we've drained our emotions out. Okay. We've kind of, we have a limit. It's like a bank account, right? You have a limited amount of money in your bank account and you you, you go over what happens. You get all these overdraft fees. Sure. Okay. Emotional exhaustion, you are in overdraft land. Okay. So you have to deposit back into that account. And that then how do you do that? That's my question. How do you deposit back into your emotional account? So you have to do things that feed that emotional account, which may be doing something you really enjoy doing, going for a walk, uh, reading a book, talking, going, having coffee with a good friend. Like, those are the things that start feeding back in, even when you don't feel like it. Even when you don't make yourself go. Right. You want to be by yourself. You want to be alone. But that's when you say, I'm choosing mm-hmm. to do this. Right. And that doesn't mean go have coffee with the friend who's going to tell you about her problems for three hours. It has to be because the that'll wear you down more. That's just going to keep draining you. It's the friend who's feeding you, who's encouraging right. you, who you can be honest and talk about how you're feeling for real. Right. Those yeah. are some of that that stuff. So. We have to, we can reverse emotional exhaustion, but we have to be strategic about, because our mm-hmm. energy is limited about what we're doing. Let's say you never deal with it and you just become more and more emotionally exhausted. Mm-hmm. Can that cause physical problems? Absolutely. You can, you know, the long term effects, it can cause you, yeah, to be sick. I mean, it decreases your immune system. I mean, and then the longer you have it, the more you're prone to anxiety and depression and, and on clinical levels. What do you mean by a clinical level for our listeners? So the longer we sit in this emotional exhaustion, the more we start falling into clinical depression where we're now in that chronic state of a depressed mood, Mm -hmm. which makes it even more challenging to get back out. Yeah, it's hard to get out of that. Oh, absolutely. Because a lot of people don't identify what the issue is or why they are feeling what they're feeling, right? Exactly. So they just go on and they're not... They're actually feeding the emotional exhaustion by giving into it. Yes, they are. You know, and that's when we hit burnout. Okay. Burnout. Let's talk about burnout. The longer you sit in emotional exhaustion, the more you're going to burn out. And that's when people just start quitting everything. I mean, when people start hitting burnout, like, they just want to quit their job. They want to leave their family. Like, you know, I see so many times on Facebook, I've wanted to run away more as an adult than I have as a child. I've seen that, too, on Facebook. That's burnout. Yeah. That's what burnout looks like. Yeah. You just I've want to run away too. and disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Like life's too tough. I've seen that so many times. I mean, and you know, these are usually people that have maybe overcommitted or they've got, you know, 14 mm-hmm. kids and they're running every direction or actually maybe two or three kids, not 14, but that's an exaggeration. <laughs> but too many commitments, 1,400 commi- commitments. Let's use that. Yeah. They have a lot of commitments and right. they're just, they're so. But a lot of times people. Commit more than they should because why? Because they feel like especially at this time of year they need to be everything to everyone. They need to be everything to every, everybody. So, so they say the the school says we need a volunteer to take care of this at PTA, Mama. I was not a good PTA mama because I worked and I could not I could not do those extra things, you know. Mm-hmm. But a lot of mo- moms get caught up in all that. 
Sure, they do. And, and, because somebody's got to do it. You know, so you need to bake cookies? I mean, let's bake yeah, cookies till tomorrow morning. Cookies? Yes. Right. Okay, here you go. And I think women fall more prone to this than men. Why? Um, well, because I think women t- carry more of the burden of giving of themselves emotionally, like to their children and feeling like, well, I'm not a good mother if I'm not yeah, doing exactly. this for my kid. Yeah. Although, if I don't f- provide fun activities, et cetera. Right. Although this generation of mothers, most of them are working mothers. Right. Whereas the generation before, it, there were still stay-at-home moms that could yeah. be the classroom mom or whatever. This generation, there's not too many stay-at-home moms No, there's moms not very anymore. many. Uh-uh. Um, and they're working, even if they're working from home, they're still working. And Right. So, but they're still trying to kind of keep up with uh, what they think a woman should be. And, you know, we kind of got that set in our brain that moms are supposed to just take care of cleaning the whole house and doing all the laundry and cooking all the meals mm-hmm. and, you know, taking care of them. I mean, we are still stuck in some of that oh, guilt. We, oh, definitely we are. I, and society is. And it's not come out of that yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it kind of helps me see my. My two sons and some of my older grandsons begin to take on responsibilities like cleaning up the kitchen, helping to cook. Oh, you cook tonight? Yeah, yeah, I cook. You know. Exactly. I I love that. I mean, that's to me, that's a big step in the right direction, don't you think? It's a huge step in the right direction. And, you know, I remember when my kids, I had a rule in my house when they turned 10, they had to learn how to do their own laundry. And, you know, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, that's so mean. And Yeah, you know, that is, Dr. Yeah, Angel. no, because yeah. it, first of all, I needed the help. And second of all, it taught them how to handle their own laundry. You know, they're adults who can take care of their own stuff because they've been taught that along the way. Very important. But, you know, that didn't make me less of a mother because I needed their help. I remember taking my boys and my daughter and saying, okay, here's how you clean the bathroom. And, mm-hmm. and, and okay, now help me do this. You know, you're going to learn how to do that. And and that's important. I was not much of a cook, so I don't think I taught them a whole lot in that department. But they've, they've learned and they've taken responsibility because they've married wives that need help. There you go. We all need exactly. help, right? If you've got to keep having babies, you got to... You know, and that's part of emotional exhaustion is we have to learn to ask for help. And we do. And a lot of times when people are emotionally exhausted, they really want to hide it. Don't you yes, think? they do. They try to do everything they can to hide it. So Which, they just disappear kind of out of sight, out of mind. Right. In fact, most of the time, the person with the exhaustion isn't the one that recognizes the symptoms. It's the people around, around them. them because they see the difference and they're yes. not behaving like they normally would. So what's wrong with her? What's wrong with him? You know, but our society has believes that asking for help is a sign of weakness. Boy, that's a whole nother series. Isn't it, it sure is. But because it, it, it that. Yeah, but yeah, it's not right. It's human. Why do you say it's not? It's human because it's the reality. We need help. We cannot do everything that needs to happen. And so asking for help is saying, hey, I'm over my head. I need some help. Yeah. And getting that help. Well, it's uh, it's self-assessment. I'm getting ideas right here for yeah, shows. Yeah, I see that. Uh, you it's see a boundary that? issue, really. It's self-assessment, boundaries. It's... Um, it's uh, not being prideful, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. You want to explain that because while it, I, I write my notes for that. our new series? Yes. It's a humbling thing to have to ask for help. Right. But it's the reality of where you are. If you're not asking for help, then you have all that responsibility on you, and you can't do it, so what's happening? Yeah. You're laying in bed stressing at night, can't sleep, can't breathe, your heart starts palpitating because you're in that vice grip that you can't get out of. Because you're doing things out of obligation, right? Exactly. You know, and just knowing when to say no, uh-huh. that helps a lot with emotional yeah. exhaustion. Right. You know, there's just times when you can volunteer for some extra things, and there's just times when you can't. That's the story. And just because I said yes to making cookies at the last school function doesn't mean I'm obligated to do it at every school function. Right. You know, and we have to know it's okay to say no, and you owe no defense. It's okay to stop at the grocery store and buy some if you don't have time. It is so okay with that. Right. You know, which is funny because that was a hard lesson for me Me to learn. Me too, as a mother. Yes, because my kids never had fast food until, I mean, they were teenagers before they ever ever tasted fast food in their life okay and now well, you got one on me <laughs> you got one on me i was not that mother 
Yeah, I was not that mother. But go ahead. Let's wrap this up because we're going to have to do more of this next week, We are because, you know, I I think it's a serious issue. I think there's a lot of people walking in this and they don't Mm -hmm. realize they're walking in this. Exactly. there is a way out. Yeah. And there is a way to to protect yourself from it. Right. And there's a way to get your life back again. So uh, I guess we're going to talk about the remedies next week. We are going to talk about the remedies. We're going to identify more of the problems, but we're really going to talk about the remedies. So what have we been talking about tonight, Dr. Angel? I love it when you sum things up. Uh, We've been talking about emotional exhaustion and that just that feeling of emotional being worn out and drained by having just too much going on in our world. And Mm -hmm. we just feel like all of our emotions are just sucked out of us. They're just gone. Straining like the bathwater. We've been we've been proposing the idea that at this time of year it's very easy for that to happen. But it also might be a good wake up call at this time of year we begin to realize, man, I don't even feel like putting my tree up. What's wrong? Right. Right? It's a wake up call, right? Right. Or I don't even feel like going to my, you know, in laws for dinner. What's wrong? Or I really I don't want to wrap any presents. What's right. wrong? Or when your kids ask you what you want, you just so indifferent, you could care less. Like, that's that's a problem for us. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, it I mean, is. these are red flags, I guess. Huge and ones. things to really think about, which we're going to talk about more next week. So, if you are just now catching the end of this show, which is Go Yard, uh, go, go to TantalkNetwork.com, go to podcasts, and go to the name of our show, Go Yard. And uh, Tommy will have this show up in just a few minutes, and you can listen to it again. And also, because Tommy is so amazing, we have all this show and our Sunday show, which airs every Sunday at 3 o'clock. It's all about God. It's called Living the Good Life. Um, Those are now on YouTube live, and you can go to YouTube slash Tantalk Radio. Be sure you put that when you go to YouTube. YouTube slash Tantalk Radio slash then the name of the show, like Go Yard or Sunday Show, Living the Good Life. You'll be uh, on the, uh, there with me as part of the radio team this Sunday on our 3 o'clock show right here on Tantalk Network. We have been on this network 13 and a half years, Tommy. Pretty exciting. So don't miss this Sunday's 3 o'clock show. And a final word from you on the exhaustion. Well, you know, I just want to wish our listeners a very Merry Christmas. Yeah, me too. And just enjoy your family. Exactly. Just, just you know, do it. And we'll t- and we'll see you next week right here on Go Yard. And what's your name anyway? Who are um, you? Dr. Sitting Angel. Here? I never know who you are. Yeah, you're <laughs> Dr. Angel. I'm Mama Mac. And this is Go Yard. We'll see you next week. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.